0: what's up everybody welcome back to another episode of talk talk punch thanks so much for joining us now whether you're watching us here on youtube or you're listening in on the audio version of talktalkpunch.com or wherever you get your podcast, make sure you come back here every wednesday to see what we're talking about kind of like this week's topic we are ranking our top 10 movies that we like that the critics did not according to the rotten tomatoes website we're going 60 percent and below, and we're listening 59% to percent and below. Fifty-nine percent. I'm sorry. Sixty percent gets the tomato. Fifty-nine percent gets the green splat that Charlie is right in the center of right now. Charlie has been splat.
1: So I have yeah. In this case, Brody is the certified fresh, which is seventy-five percent or above. Everybody likes that. Is and that the certified fresh? The Sixty is? to seventy-five okay. percent. Yeah. And then the tomato, the red tomato is anything 60 to 75%, uh, or I guess 74%, and then 59 and below would be considered rotten. Uh, Important to note that for a wide release, it has to have 80 reviews in order for it to be metered. Uh, For a limited release, it has to be 40 reviews. Oh, interesting. So there are some movies that don't qualify, uh, especially some older movies that maybe didn't get as much uh, review at the time and critics haven't gone back to rewatch.
0: Interesting. I did not realize that. There you go.
1: The tomato meter folks
0: there you go yeah Check it's that. a. So
1: we are sponsored today by Rotten tomatoes.com. so if you go <laughs> to their website tell them talk talk punch sent you and they'll you say who
0: kind of like a uh, bounty F- hunter F- F- in in guardians of the galaxy
1: who i've
0: got a few
1: i've got a few emails to send i was uh, i got some surprises on my list some things i did not think would be rated as lowly by the critics were you were you surprised
0: was this a hard list to make charlie
1: this was a hard list to make, because if you go through the thought exercise of thinking of movies that you enjoy that also probably are bad, it's a very weird, like, starting point. Uh, Okay, well, what do I like that probably, and there were some movies that I thought, okay, well, maybe this one's gonna be low, and I was surprised to see some high ratings for things. Uh, And the reverse is, is also true, things I stumbled on, I was like, whoa. I uh, did some actor searches, just kind of like, yeah, well, you know what? Sure. And I didn't realize, uh, you know, some movies by Tom Cruise are real terrible, and you know, just some, whatever. Uh, going through some of the actors and directors, uh, you know, IMDb's, and just kind of pulling out some things. But yeah, this was a tough one to make. Uh, these are not a list of favorite films, so there are a lot. There are a lot on here that I think probably are not great, but maybe deserve to be above that sixty percent threshold. Sure. That's all I'm saying.
0: Sure. Yeah. As I was going through this list, there was. Uh, I would go through and I'm like, I am pretty sure I'm the only person that liked this movie. And then I go through and it's like, seventy eight percent. And I'm like, what? Like,
1: hey, you were I mean, shocked by RoboCop's uh, rating.
0: I was shocked oh, like by that. RoboCop. I was shocked by Shoot 'Em Up. Shoot 'Em Up. I mean, this whole list was based on me getting Shoot 'Em Up into a list, and then it came in at like the high sixties. <laughs> and I was like, oh man. Uh, so. Yeah, so it was it was difficult. It it took me longer than I thought because I was just kind of going through I was going through my flick chart, I was going through my Plex media server, just kind of like I like that movie, but I don't think other people like that movie and I think I remember hearing bad things about that movie, so and then just <laughs> going through Rotten Tomatoes. I I wish they had like a better database for low-rated movies. They've got a whole bunch of lists for like top rated movies like 100% yep. but that's, that's, not, like helpful. A lot of that's of not helpful web traffic going
1: I'm really looking for a bad movie to watch tonight <laughs> I was really hoping to find something in that 30% range hey right, some now, people have a little trivia know. to start tonight bro
0: oh okay all right a little trivia okay
1: what is the single worst rated movie of all time according to rottentomatoes.com remember wide release has to be at least 80 reviews at least forty for a limited release.
0: It's the X, X versus ballistic X. Oh, versus did you look? The, did
1: you look this up?
0: I, I was just looking through like the bottom and I saw that and it had like a zero and I was like, I, that's one that even I didn't want to see and I love action movies.
1: Ballistic X versus Sever has a zero percent with hundred and eighteen different reviews. That's bad. Uh, so that is that's that is bad. harsh. That is hardcore. That, that was is, like, uh, and that's totally like
0: Antonio like, Banderas. And, uh, what's the galaxy? Lucy Gausley? Lou. Lucy Lou's Lou. Fantastic.
1: Lucy Lou. Is that the worst movie title in the history of cinema? It's pretty bad.
0: Not the worst, though. Pretty bad. That's still, the worst is still the Birds of Prey, Fabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn, whatever that. It was, it was so bad that they changed the title a week after it was released in theaters.
1: <laughs> but at least they changed it, they never changed to my knowledge, uh, Ballistic X vs. Sever never got changed. Yeah. Anyway. X vs. Seven Sever, um, they're not your real names. That one did not names. make my list. Yeah, that was, I never Spoiler saw it. Spoiler alert. Spoiler yeah. alert.
0: What else you right, got? What, what else you got, got for me? me? Oh, no, that's it for trivia?
1: Oh, no. That was, I just thought, I just, uh, it made me laugh that that movie was the, the lowest. Uh, I could give you some other zero percenters if you if you want, but. Nah, that's all right. Would you like some others from the list of the 100 worst rated IMDb films of all nah, time? Nah, we've
0: already got our own list. I'm not IMDb, go
1: excuse me, Rotten Tomatoes. All right. We let's got our it. own list. Give me number 10, bro. All right. I wonder if we're going to have any crossovers. I, I don't think so.
0: I don't think we'll have any crossovers between the two of us. All
1: right. I think we'll have one.
0: You think one?
1: That would be very I'm interesting. I'm taking the over. I, if, it, if you're putting it the line at point 0.5, I'm taking the over.
0: I I don't think you're going to like any of my movies. Right, well, Story of my life. <laughs> All right. My number 10 is Rat Race. Now. Oh, that's a, that's a fine movie. I really like I think this movie is very funny. I remember seeing it in the theaters, and it's very funny. This is a 44% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. But it has a 64% viewer rating. Is that what it's called?
1: Viewer rating? Audience yeah.
0: rating? Uh, they call it an audience score. The audience it. score. It's yeah. got a 64% audience score and a 44% critic score. I guess I could see why the critics wouldn't like this. It's a pretty stupid movie, right? But it's so funny. I mean, all the stuff with uh, John Levitz is... Super, like, this, the, uh, the, uh, the stuff with uh, Seth Green and his brother, like, still still, is so funny. I think this movie's hilarious. I could watch this movie
1: anytime. Yeah, John Cleese, even, Rowan Atkinson. Even on the it
0: poster the it says quite possibly the funniest movie ever, Charlie. How does that get a low score? <laughs> How is that 44% according to the critics? This well, I, has a killer know, cast.
1: And that's, uh, they wouldn't lie to you.
0: <laughs> this, this, like the cast is, is killer on this one, man. I don't, I don't get why it's so low unless you're a critic who just likes, you know, Academy Award dramas then you probably wouldn't like Could this. Be. Could be. That's that's my guess. But there you go. Rat Race. <laughs> my number 10. Hilarious.
1: All right. Hey, you want to talk about all-star casts?
0: Yes, I do. Can I
1: interest you in uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman? Okay. Matthew yeah. McConaughey. Perhaps you've heard of him. All right, all right. Can I interest you in uh, Matthew Fox from uh, the TV show Lost? Hmm? 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 What is it? But what if I told you that uh, Cloris Leachman was also in this film? Huh? Huh? Now, now you're getting excited, right? Now you're salivating. Super. The ever under underrated Edward Herman.
0: I don't even know who that is. Are you ready
1: to? Are you ready to know? Are you ready to know what this movie is, bro? Are you ready to know? Are all those it's people? My boyfriend's back.
0: All those people are in that movie.
1: All those people are in this movie. Really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is. I thought it was the wrong
0: slide for Academy. a second. I was like, "Oh no, no it's the wrong I, I know, slide." It's,
1: uh, <laughs> it's the wrong slide. No, not the wrong slide, Brody. It is the correct slide because it is that good of a film that it was able to attract Academy Award winners and uh, acclaimed actors, and also Matthew McConaughey. Uh, so uh, it, it uh, this hey, movie, it's not a great movie. Austin Austin Pendleton is in. Did you have you seen this?
0: Yeah, we watched it. You you went through a phase where you were showing everybody this movie.
1: <laughs> this is this is a guilty pleasure film. Like at the at the at the absolute core of like the meaning of that, uh, it is a rom com where he this 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 poor guy finally gets up the nerve to ask his uh, you know high school crush to prom. And then dies uh, in a in a convenience store robbery. So what does he do? Does he stay dead? No. In the spirit of the Princess Bride, true love to, to Blave, he comes back to life as a zombie, and hilarity ensues as he then does escort his uh, girlfriend to the prom uh, as a as a dead man. Uh, this got a fourteen percent from the <laughs> critics. Uh, <laughs> And an audience score of only 45. I'm disappointed more in the audience score than I am in the critic score. Sure, This sure. is a fantastically funny movie featuring such lines as you zombie slut and <laughs> whore of the undead. Uh, it is a classic, uh, classic film. Uh, look, this, uh, I, I decided to put some of the critic, a uh, little blurb, just one blurb for, one negative blurb for each movie, okay. just to give you the counterpoint. Oh, sure. Simply put, abs- absolutely none of it works. The movie utterly fails to set a foundation for its dark fantasy, effectively turning every character into a moron. <laughs> so, yes, the teen rom-com about a zombie uh, coming back to life to take his date to the prom is not very intellectual, and it is not very well thought out. They do not give a very good scientific <laughs> reason as to why he can rise from the dead. Uh, but it is funny, and it is, it is dark, and it is cute, and it is, it is surprisingly romantic i Uh, it is not available on any of the streaming services but it is it is fun if you ever run into it which
0: is surprising because it's a touchstone so it should be at least on disney plus or hulu thank
1: you thank
0: you should be something i've
1: sent some letters out some emails i'm 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 contacting everyone i want this widely available in the meantime i have it on dvd come on over to my place we'll watch it
0: I I do like the the uh tag on that poster where it says one of the year's most delightful surprises meaning that right. critic went in with such low expectations <laughs> like with with a, a title like My Boyfriend's Back and this superb poster and they were like, Oh, I gotta go see this thing And they walked out and they were like, Not as bad as I thought that was a delightful surprise right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, like, I, I, uh, I have a spoiler alert. I have a couple movies from the early '90s, including this one, which was '93. Uh, and a lot of the critics' reviews draw reference to Wayne's World. I think there's at least three movies on my list where someone used Wayne's World as an excuse to badmouth the film that I I put on here. Like, uh, people see Wayne's World and they think they can make anything funny, and you know, the really and people people really like Wayne's World uh that was a critical i was one i thought maybe i'll put that on my list because i like that movie but it was like like over i think it was certified fresh it's over 75 percent wayne's world well like a Wayne, lot of the
0: wayne's world didn't come out in 93 though
1: no it came out before
0: yeah like a few years but that's i don't know yeah no i'm
1: saying people reference like that movie as like a like that's your the bar that's the citizen kane of dumb comedy, <laughs> and that anything else that that comes after that's trying to be Wayne's World gotcha. and, and just not doing it as well as Wayne's World. Uh, so anyway, they, gotcha. it, it gets used in quite a few reviews to put down some of these films. Interesting.
0: Onward we go. Alright, here we go. Number nine. Alright. I actually have my list up, because I have my additional data, so it's normally, normally these are a surprise because I, I have a horrible memory and can't remember my list, but I know what they all are this time around. So, my number nine is Kindergarten Cop, the classic Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. I was shocked that this is at a 51% with, get this, a 52% audience score. That seems very low for both, right? Like,
1: man. I almost put this on my list. Really? I almost did. Yeah, I, looked, I, I was surprised that this one was that low.
0: Yeah, this, this was I loved this one as a kid. I like this one as an adult. Like, this is a great movie. I love me some Arnold Schwarzenegger. As you probably know from any of the other lists, I, I try to get some Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's all the um, Fun fact about Arnold Schwarzenegger that I discovered on Rotten Tomatoes. He has... His lowest rated movie is a 0% with the villain... And his highest rated is 100% with The Terminator. That's quite a spread. It's a big spread. From zero to 100, I doubt that there's any other actor that can do that. That's the power of Arnold Schwarzenegger.
1: But we know Antonio Banderas and Lucy Liu have it zero, so we'll have to check later to see if they have a hundo. I
0: doubt Antonio. Antonio probably doesn't have 100%. There's no way Lucy Liu has a 100% movie. Um, we we'll, we'll see. But Kindergarten Cop. This is a great movie. It's funny. It's got the action. It's total, like, 90s. This is one I've thought about showing my kids because I want to get them to see more Arnold Schwarzenegger. They know of Arnold Schwarzenegger, but they just haven't seen very much of him. Mostly because the bulk of his movies are, are rated R for uh, a variety of things. But, but this one, I think this one is just PG-13, so I could get away with this one. Also, I've got a kid in kindergarten, so it's perfect. But this one, great.
1: Antonio, Antonio Banderas has not one, but two movies rated 100%. No,
0: Professions he of a
1: Superhero and Law of Desire. Boom. Doggone you. He also has has multiple zero percents, but that's the one. Wow. He's doing it. He's living living those extremes. I guess
0: Antonio Banderas is as good as Arnold then. Whatever. I (laughs) thought that was a cool fact, Charlie. Thanks for ruining it. (laughs) All right. Well, there's my number nine kindergarten cop.
1: Number nine.
0: All right. You're number nine, Charlie.
1: My number... My number nine is an, another '90s time capsule. Oh, I uh, forgot. Casino Man.
0: Okay, I I thought about this movie as I was thinking about the list, and then I was as I was building the list, I realized I totally forgot about it. Well, another Wayne's it World reference. It
1: is a, right. I, I'm and t- I'm, I'm telling you, Wayne's World was like it was a the surprise hit. Um, but anyway, uh, this was a uh, '92, and I I, I got to share. I, this was. This was a uh, movie I saw as a young man, and it influenced me in a few different ways. You'll notice that uh, Brandon Fraser, who is uh, featured here next to uh, Polly Shore, who we all have to someday collectively decide how we want to deal with that, talking to our kids about Polly Shore and why he was a thing in the 90s, but um, the weasel. The weasel. Uh, so you, can no- you notice Brandon Frazier's rocking the t-shirt with like a vest. Yep. This was a very 90s thing. Very 90s thing. And uh, so I'm gonna share a quick little photo with you here. Oh so, yes. Uh, fe- featured in oh, this picture. Oh yes. Uh, it's <laughs> me and a few friends. And I, I know multiple. Rocking. I
0: know multiple of those guys. Oh my goodness! So well, I am smug. rocking
1: the amazing Miller's Outpost purchased uh, flannel vest. <laughs> They're uh, straight up inspired by Encino Man. Now that's not even the most embarrassing part of this photo. And look, there's a lot to unpack here, and it's all bad, uh, from the tucked-in shirt with the belt okay. into my shorts, yeah. on down to the fact that I'm wearing Birkenstocks with socks. Uh, I, it is just a... It is a terrible... And, and cycle, like
0: a 4XL but... vest, nonetheless. its I mean, it's not even like it's fitted right, man. That thing's like <laughs> down to your thighs.
1: Uh, every... Everything was big. It was a very mismatch. The '90s were a weird time for clothes. Oh, I remember. And I especially, remember. you know, where I lived, every, you know, everything was. The, the style was to wear big. You were supposed to show your boxers. I guess uh, was part of the. Uh, you know, so I had like we're, a weird we're gonna, hybrid. We're gonna go
0: like that. Like no, not that much bigger.
1: You can, you can, uh, we can. Let's get rid of the photo. Nobody wants to see that anymore. That's terrible. Can stuff. you send that uh, to me, please? <laughs> yes, I can. Uh, you know, you, you are the. You know, that's part of the reason I'm wearing. A, I'm rocking a belt in that picture is because no, normally my pants would sag a little bit low. Uh, we're big, wear big, show off, show off the boxers, uh, and rock the sweater vest. But anyway, Encino, man, more than just a fashion statement. Uh, Brandon Fraser is very funny. Sean Austin, um, Rob, Robin Tunney's. It's got a nice cast. I don't think this movie is particularly good, but I do think that it deserves better than a 17 percent. Oh, uh, which. Which feels to me a little bit like you're seeing this movie, expecting it to be something other than what this movie is. And this is a hard movie, I think, to see any preview of, know anything about, and then go into thinking you have some expectation loftier than what it is, which is a high school 90s film where a caveman is thawed back to life and becomes the life of the party. Yep. Uh, Brandon Fraser is very funny in this, and uh, it is very, very 90s. So if you're ever. Look, if you want to just get in a little a little time machine, and go visit a a a, a much weirder time fashionably, look at this hair. I I wanted that hair. I grew my bangs out so bad, but I can. Not... And then you, you frizz them a little bit to kind of look more like a caveman. Oh man, it was good stuff. But uh, yeah. Oh, you know what? I'm not. I'm not. I realized. I just realized, buddy. I'm not changing my background. What am I doing here?
0: Oh, I thought you were just oh hanging with the look splat. At...
1: No, look at this. Is a ah. Oh. There the you classic That. Alright anyway, I, I I'm sorry folks, I've been I've been slacking. There you go. But yeah, if you get a chance to run, again, this one is not on streaming, but uh if you get a chance a to run shame. into it, I think it's That's kinda fun. Shame. If you if you don't know who Pauly Shore is, watch he, a movie you know, this one son in law or something. He, I don't know. Just he, check just, it out he just he just came out just with a new
0: good. movie like last year.
1: Did he really? Fact. Oh my gosh. Alright. He did. Well this had a fifty six percent audience uh score, which okay. I think is better. Like if this had been like a fifty, I probably would have just left it off my list. But I wanted to bring a little 90s 90s attention uh, to the to the classic no Man because seventy percent is just too low. Too low.
0: I like how the CBS Radio Network is the same person that gave my boyfriend's back a good review tagline.
1: He liked all the bad night stuff. <laughs> so this is <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 was, he was in the pocket of some of these of some of They're these, like, uh, you know, movies send happening.
0: Bill He loves those movies <laughs>
1: <laughs> You like Wayne's World You're going to love my boyfriend's back and Encino Man Let me tell you Oh, uh, by the way, the bad quote here is Low budget, quickie, is insulting Even with its own no effort <laughs> parameters <laughs> I love
0: it Go see it Go see it Alright, number 8 My number 8 is Underworld. I oh, was actually I was on my list too. I was really surprised that this had a thirty-one percent critic review. Yeah. Now it does they have Hated a, it. It Ooh. does have a seventy-nine percent audience review. So, like people, normal people liked it, and and I remember it being popular. I really liked it. Um, it was it was just a cool, fun action thing. Kate McIntyre was great. Um, you know, the special effects were cool back in 2003 or whenever this came out. Uh, but this was really yeah. cool. And it spawned a franchise. And the entire franchise, like, this is one of the higher rated ones, I think. Because, they, like, they all got splats. Like, the critics hated these movies, apparently. And I think I only <laughs> saw the first two. Uh, I'm, yeah. But that's one that, like, I feel like I could go back and I could watch. The rest of them, it might be fun. I really, I liked this one enough that I, I'd I'd go back. I was, yeah, I was into it. But, yeah, so for being a, a vampire versus werewolf, you know, cool action movie. It was before Twilight, you know, vampires versus werewolves. Um, but yeah, it was good. I, I would still watch this one. I still recommend this one. Go check this one out if you haven't seen it. It's a fun action movie. There's no tags on there, for quotes. So you almost put this oh, one right. on my list. What did did you did, see? Did I, you was, see this in theaters? Did you see any of the sequels or anything on this one? I
1: I did see it in theaters. Uh, like I'm not a big vampire guy. I never had a big vampire phase, and so I, yeah, like it was it was entertaining. It was a good action flick, but I didn't get into the franchise. I didn't. I don't think I saw any of the sequels. Uh, but I, it was enjoyable. I, it certainly deserved better than a thirty whatever percent that 31. was presented on
0: that yeah i had a big crush on kate beckinsale after this
1: all right was this the one this is the one that with the guy that looks like Tudong, right yeah scott speedman okay yep all right, yeah. all right. Dylan had a big crush on me. all right so what are we doing my number 8 your number 8 all right you want to talk you want to talk about
0: oh sorry i moved, i moved right it. into it
1: Oh no, you you can. The oh, Saint okay. Fire is my number eight. You this love this
0: movie. The... I'm surprised this is yes. number eight.
1: Look, it, look, I've gotten older. I my, my dis- the distance here has, has certainly uh, lessened some of this film's uh, influence. on me. look, I saw this very young, far too young to really understand anything that was happening in this movie. Um, <laughs> but it, 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 I have a fond I have a fond memory of it because I I watched it with my older sister, and so it's just a measure, uh, you know, memory that I have that that is very, uh, uh, it's nice. I I watched it with her a few times and uh, before some some family stuff happened, and it was, it just, it had a special place in my heart. Then I had like a resurgence when I was kind of in high school and and in college where, you know, one of my my really close friends, Top Cat, uh, she and I would watch it and do the booga booga booga. Ah, ah, ah. you want to talk about an all-star cast? Can I interest you in a little Emilio Estevez, Rob Lowe, Andrew McCarthy, Demi Moore, Judd Nelson, Ali Sheedy, Mayor Winningham, Andy McDowell? Uh, I mean, just to name a few. I mean, this was like the the, bra- the Brat Pack. Of the top of my head.
0: Kind of that, the, the Brat this Pack.
1: Is the, this is the movie that really made the Brat Pack. So this is a Joel Schumacher vehicle, and uh, I think you and I both agree uh, that he did not make a lot of great movies. He, no, he didn't. Um, and he, not everyone he, he was bad, though.
0: This. Not everyone was bad, though.
1: No, no. And he—he he not only directed, it, so he kind of co-wrote it. Um, look, is—is is this a great film? No, is, it. <coughs> it's, like a, it's like almost like a, almost like a Friends in a way. It's a dramedy. Dying. It's this post-college, pre-like, you know, pre-career, trying to figure out life kind of thing. You know, where they're just kind of in this glom, spending a lot of time together. And it's kind of a lot of intersecting stories and because there's so much happening in the movie it's a huge cast there's so many stories going on probably they don't get very developed or fleshed out as as well as they could it would have been made a better television show maybe i should put this on my movies that would have made a better television Mm. show uh list this would have been probably a very interesting you know dramedy series that could have been you know fun um it's you know uh, andrew mccarthy i had an unnatural attachment to him fun story though or fun story i don't know do you, not a story, sorry. Back.
0: do you have a background uh, for this, this charlie
1: oh gosh brody you are on it i am off it today i don't i'm not getting my backgrounds up bro bro what is wrong just, just look out for you uh, man. I, brody you are looking out for me so good all right it's not a great background Here they are so uh john hughes had recommended uh emilio estevez judd nelson judd nelson and ali sheedy to Joel Schumacher, and this okay. this movie was getting made before Breakfast Club hit theaters, or right as Breakfast Club was about to hit theaters. Okay. So they weren't stars yet. Hmm. So he had to, like, fight to get them in this movie. Demi Moore was not a star yet. She was just kind of, she'd done like maybe one role. Andrew McCarthy had only done, like, one big role, and it was, like, kind of like a under-the-radar under kind of film. Um, you know, so it was, none of these were, they, they weren't, like, big stars at the time of the casting. Of course, by the time the movie hit, breakfast club would become a smash and sure you know and so you know it, it kind of propelled this movie i think into a little bit more of the spotlight than it would have been if like maybe the order had been reversed between this and breakfast club um but it, like if you again i was talking the 90s time capsule with encino man you want an 80s time capsule or at least what i imagine the 80s were like uh to be around this age because i was not uh in the 80s but uh this is a it's a fun fun movie I, Andrew mccarthy I, I modeled a lot of my cynicism after his character in this movie sadly <laughs> uh you know he. Love, love, you know what love is? Love is an illusion created by lawyer types like yourself to perpetuate another illusion called marriage, to perpetuate the reality of divorce and an illusionary need for divorce lawyers. He's very cynical, very moody. And I was like, that's me. I love that guy. <laughs> <sighs> <And your mother. laughs> hey. Anyway, also, Lucy Lou, fun fact Tinkerbell and the Lost Treasure. One hundred percent on the tomato review. <laughs> oh my movie. gosh! Only five reviews, though. Only five reviews. Oh, though. so it doesn't count. <laughs> to, be fair. to be fair, it's an, an it's a you know yeah. Here,
0: Animation. here I thought I found this like this jewel <laughs> of a of a fact, and I was like, he's got a zero and a one hundred. There's nobody else that can do that. I should
1: that. let you have it. I should let you have it.
0: You just come in, just
1: man. All right. Anyway, yeah, if you if you miss if you somehow miss this one, give it give it a watch. It's so oh, it's okay. Oh, I didn't say the score. Uh, This is a 43% uh, critic, 68% audience. Hmm. Interesting. All
0: right. My number seven. The Greatest Showman. That might be the most recent? Maybe. I don't know. It only came out a few years ago. Now, for people that have watched previous lists... They know that Moulin Rouge is one of my favorite movies of all time. And so, I remember be seen, going to see a movie and the trailer for this came on and I got like real big Moulin Rouge vibes. It was a musical and it was spectacles and dancing and all this crazy stuff. And I got really excited and it had Hugh Jackman and it had Zac Efron. I really like Zac Efron. Um, and so I was I was stoked. And then uh Amy and I got went we went and we saw it and the, and the movie's the movie's fine. I I actually um I think both me and Amy enjoyed the soundtrack more than the movie itself. Um like the soundtrack's really good and the movie's good too. But this movie got a 57%. So just just a smidge below the 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 full
1: tomato. Okay. It counts it's a splatter,
0: but it has an eighty six percent audience score, yeah, so like it's a fun movie, people liked it and i and I liked it too it was it was a good one um yeah, and then even even talking with with friends and they were like, oh we really we love this movie and stuff like that so so yeah i was i was actually- I was really surprised, I think I was just looking up like Hugh Jackman because I wanted to see like where all the Wolverines and stuff like that fell and then, and then I saw that this had like a a splat and i was very surprised so but yeah this is a good one it's fun i really like the cast i really like the songs i dig it
1: dig it diggums hey bro before you get to my next slide okay i forgot to read my critic quote about st almost fire oh okay Estevez and Nelson are as unappealing here as in The Breakfast Club. Though in fairness, they're hampered by a script that seems to despise its characters. So by the end, will you? Wow. Harsh. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's, that's pretty harsh. You think that's harsh? Wait do you see my next film, also oh. starring one young Emilio. Emilio! Oh. What could it be? Oh. Oh. The mighty Duckman himself. Really? This is a splat. Would you care? Would you, would you care to guess the the audience rating here quickly, Brim? What do you think? Oh, the
0: audience rating has got to be high.
1: Audience rating is sixty five percent.
0: Oh, I would have thought so it not was as, high as high as I would have even thought. I, I thought it was. I the would've... critics,
1: however, <laughs> go ahead, take a guess. Well, like twenty three. Twenty one. Whoa! Harsh. Close. That is harsh. They did though. not like the Duckman.
0: I really liked this, this movie, movie as a kid.
1: This is a movie that not only spanned a movie franchise and now a TV show. It birthed a whole hockey team. in my hometown. Yeah, a whole, a the whole Ducks, team. The Ducks, they won a Stanley Cup. All thanks to Emilio West How many movies can to, can link lame to that? They birthed the franchise. Yeah. Uh, I will read you now a very well thought out and concise critical review of this film. Very lame ice hockey flick. <laughs> so wow so they i mean like person they, wasn't getting paid per word huh <laughs> 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 they're putting that much effort into what can you do how do you, how do you do? uh so fun fact about this film uh is this guy right here uh played play, like former uh in in the in the movie people used to say that the bass player in my band looked like him grown up and so every time we play a show i would introduce him as being the act so we played we actually played at the anaheim house of blues and I said, uh, and you know, fun. You know, I was like, oh, and get, make sure after the, the the show, you get an autograph of a bass player. You guys may recognize him from his, his role in the Mighty Ducks. And I kid you not, there was a little bit of a line. He had about like six to seven people who all got photos with him and got him to autograph something after the show. <laughs> the Mighty Duck Man. So, uh, gee, if you're watching, uh, I don't think you actually look that much like this kid. But uh, you know, it, hey, somewhere out there, there there's at least six or seven people telling the story of the time they met the bass player from this random band who happened to be in the Mighty Ducks film, so.
0: Charlie, who's famous for doing that to people? I know you've done it to me multiple times over the years. (laughs) I remember when you introduced me to one of your, I think one of your mom's students as like, I was Cyclops from the X-Men movies and the kid was like starstruck. And I was like, do I let him down? Like,
1: yeah. I, I'm, sorry, you know, and I'm so laughing now. I, I don't know. It was just so fun back in the day, just to say things. Now, nowadays, you know, you could people, like, a little six-year-old probably pull out like his, his cell phone and be like, "No, no, no yeah, I'm right. on IMDb right now. This ain't Cyclops." <laughs> uh, but, but back in the day, it was just like, "All right, yeah, he's telling the truth." Hey, just go.
0: It. You're you're an adult. I believe adults. <laughs> uh, I I
1: have I, I've told that my first kiss was also to this film. So uh, it, wow. and, and my, my very first. Uh, in person date so i told that story on a, a previous podcast Brody will link to it below um, very exciting story uh, so I don't know what video that was personal uh... <laughs> honestly neither do I um, but yeah there you go just go notes. watch all very of our videos
0: till you find it
1: yeah what, look, watch it with the person you love it is not a lame ice hockey flick no. in fact this movie makes ice hockey cool
0: sure does all right number six i have i have a burp like right there it's just hanging out right there let it out man i let it out I, it's We're just friends, stuck man. it's just stuck at some point would it help if i i'm gonna i'm gonna be in the middle in of a talk of this. And would,
1: would this help the burp get out <sighs> Take is it this off. gonna help the burp out get no the burp out
0: no charlie okay. that lets that lets the the gag i gag it
1: all right, well, I, don't, I don't know what you need.
0: Alright. My number six. Big Trouble.
1: Oh, I, I had this on my list until like the last second and I pulled it. Did you
0: really? Oh. Yeah. This, this might be like one of my favorite comedies of all time. It's funny. This I saw in the theaters and I laughed and laughed and then I bought it on DVD. And I would show everybody that I could. This movie. It is so funny. And it's one of these big, you know, ensemble movies where you've got this huge cast. You can see some of the names up there. Um, just like intertwining stories. And they're all so funny. Um, I know that this, <laughs> this dealt with like a, a bomb going onto a plane. And was scheduled to come out like the weekend of of 9-11 and then they had to like push it real fast because it was you know they're like blowing through the the airport security <laughs> it was just like it was, it was bad but like oh man this movie still makes me laugh and this this was 2001 so this is now 20 years old and this movie holds up it is so funny um this has a 48% critic score and a 54% audience score. And I honestly don't understand why it's so low. I it's so funny. I don't get why people like it's
1: yeah.
0: It's not like it's, you know, super slapsticky, it's a lot of funny dialogue and quick quips. And situational comedy, like it's it. it's it's got so much to it. Um, so I I really I don't understand why it's so low. This is baffling.
1: I, I don't remember why we talked. I don't remember why we talked about this before on the podcast. But I know we, we briefly talked about it because I told I the, my favorite joke from this movie is when the the dumb like Johnny Knoxville and the the, the guy are, are driving the they had people kidnapped and going to the airport and there's the arrivals and the departures and they're like, we're arriving at the airport, but we're departing on on a plane and they can't figure out which one to go to. And I, I I always, I think, I feel like every time I've been to an airport since I've said that out loud, Uh, people always just look at me, look at me weird. But uh, I I think about it every time. So this, this movie is, uh, has that one moment like burned in my brain. It's a little bit, if you saw Get Shorty, which is a great, great movie, I feel like if you saw Get Shorty but didn't see this you sh- and you enjoyed Get Shorty, watch this because there's some similar, like I think, layers in like, the way that it's um, done, done in the comedy and stuff. So yeah. I recommend it. And, and just
0: the, the running jokes that go through the whole movie, you know, Jason Lee with his Fritos and, oh gosh, it's just Tim Allen with a little car, like all of it, all of it. I, I, I really recommend it. Dennis I, Dennis I think, I think yeah. we might have done a top 10 comedies. Did we do a top ten comedies? Maybe. No, okay. I don't know. We
1: just talked about. I think we just talked about comedy movies, But anyway.
0: Oh, maybe we uh, did.
1: You ready? Are you ready for my number six, Brodo? I
0: sure am, Charlie.
1: No. All right. Uh, oh. National Treasure. Now, uh, this is a movie that has a forty-six percent uh, on the the old ye old tomato meter. Really. But a seventy-six percent on the audio score, audience okay. score, giving it a nice crisp, even thirty percent differential. Uh, the, the critic review that I will highlight here says, If you can see the film through the eyes of a child, one who thinks a cheesy thriller is the ideal way to pick up new facts about history, then this isn't that bad of a yarn. <laughs> Jeez. So
0: Critics uh, are that was so one mean. Of the nicer,
1: <laughs> that's one of the nicer reviews that I could find. Um, fun fact here, they're making a TV series for Disney+. Plus. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that.
0: Is it going to have Nicholas Cage? Which
1: I think... I, I you know if it's if it's worth its weight in salt, uh, it'll 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 have K- the Cage Man himself, or maybe not.
0: You I know, Nicholas Cage is probably somebody that I could have looked up for this no, list.
1: No, no, it's not. I'm I'm sorry. I do know this. I know the answer to this. Jess Morales is gonna is gonna be um, the the main character. I don't know She's who that a, is. She's a Latin female treasure hunter. It's just oh. it's just a new character. So they're oh. they're kind of doing a different spin, non nicolas Cage spin. Probably good at this point. You want to talk about 0 to 100? The Nick Cage go go look at the Nick Cage movies. That guy's not maybe not doing a lot of zeros or hundreds but close. Although left I think left behind was like a 4%. And that, that was really curious, low. I think for, for the, that. Yeah. was a real bad movie. Uh, and then you know, I I was surprised how Face Off was real high on the, on the I media. Mean, was like Face Off. Really? I thought oh, I thought oh, I'll put Face Off on my list. That's kind of a fun one but but instead we ended up here with National Treasure uh looking at Nick Cage movies. This was a fun, I watched this with my kids. This was, this was an enjoyable, like, it's not, it's not, it's, it's not Shakespeare here. We know what it is. It's like a Indiana Jones-esque yeah. um, kind But with of American semi, history. I like using, yeah, using some real American history, mostly not, uh, to kind of tell like a fun little, little treasure hunting story. Sure. Uh, and kind of, you know, it's it's, it's not a bad movie and, and I, I enjoyed it and I'm glad they're doing a TV, sh- TV series. I, I will watch that with the kids. I think that'll be fun. So,
0: yeah, oh, and I, I believe oh, oh. I believe this one is on
1: Disney Plus. This one is on Disney Plus, Brody. It is, and so is the Mighty Ducks. So the last two that I've talked about, if you're there if you've you never go. seen the Ducks and you've never seen the Treasure, pop on the old Disney Plus and give them a watch.
0: I I know I saw National, <laughs> National Treasure. I don't think I saw the sequel though.
1: I mean, if you liked the first one, it's kind of just the same movie. Okay. So, there's n- not there's not a lot of variance. It's it's a, uh, I don't think the quality of this one is good enough that I feel like it's got it got sullied by the <laughs> I think It's kind of like, you know, on par. It's not. A, certainly not like a Raiders or Last Crusade, sure. or like Crystal Skull situation or anything. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. Okay, it's kind of similar formula. All right,
0: number five. My number five is TMNT, the animated one that came out in 2007. It was like, Aww. it was like after the live action stuff and then before the live action CGI reboot. And they like, they I think they were going to like reboot the franchise with the animated. And I really liked this one. Man, I was stoked. I was... Now, being a, you know, like nine years old or something like that, when these were really popular in like 89, 90, um, this, I was stoked because I was a huge Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles kid. And so to have an animated one where they could move like ninjas and they could do all this cool stuff that you couldn't do with the puppet versions in the original movies. Now, shockingly, like all of the Ninja Turtle movies are splats. They're all, none of them are full tomatoes. They're, they're all, they all got ripped apart by critics. Critics don't like the Ninja Turtles. Man, they, they don't. But this one was probably not my favorite. It was a little bit different story-wise. You don't have Shredder. You kind of have this like a uh, ghost type, or not a ghost, but like this immortal guy who's looking to collect stuff and <laughs> has. like a
1: ghost, huh? Like uh, Doo style.
0: Well, he's he, yeah, he's like trying to collect stuff, and there's supernatural stuff going on. <laughs> But like, but the way that they were able to animate the turtles to be able to do cool stuff, that, like I said, you just can't do with live action. And so I was really excited after this to see where this went, and then they just never made another one, and I was so bummed. And then they started coming out with the CGI stuff that uh,
1: <sighs> the CGI ones just weren't good, weren't good. So this one, once you got Corey Feldman out of the project, it was all downhill. Well, he he.
0: Corey Feldman wasn't there for Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze. But then I believe he came back for Turtles 3, which was probably the worst of the entire franchise, including (laughs) the new CGI ones. Man, even as a kid, I remember walking out of Turtles 3 and being like, man, I didn't like that movie. (laughs) And I I love the Ninja Turtles, and I'm a kid, so I love everything, but I didn't like that movie. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Even I know that was garbage. <laughs> Fun fact, they actually mo- they modeled the splat after the green ooze that turned the regular mm. turtles into Ninja Turtles. To hopefully... That's why they keep getting splats. To hopefully
0: mutate the bad movies into good movies.
1: Someday, cool. someday there'll be a good Turtles movie, bro.
0: Man, I hope so. Well, this is a good Turtles movie. I really like this. But this has a 34% critic rating and a 60% audience rating. Now... Critics, I know critics, they don't like the Turtles anyways. But the audience rating, come on, people. You're just not Turtles fans. You're not real Turtles fans. That's right. That's what I say. That's what I say about that. All right, All right Charlie, you're number five. I think five. My next one
1: might surprise you, bro.
0: Is it TMNT? It
1: is. But it's, it, no, it's uh, the Boondock Saints. This has a low no, rating. Bro, you- that's what would you guess the critic rating of this film is uh, now that you know it's below 60?
0: Honestly, if if you had just asked if you had asked me yesterday, I would have said like in the 80s probably. But knowing that it's below 60, it's got to be in the 50s.
1: 28%. Really? 28%. Now this That's is a, available that on Prime and out of all but... the movies out of all the movies on my list, it is the biggest gap of audience to critic score. So the audience audience got to be like ninety one percent, ninety one percent. So it is a huge uh, difference there in how it's perceived by critics and by audience, and and like it, it makes sense to an extent. So the the, the critic uh, I'll highlight here says it's a dim-witted, aesthetically clunky Tarantino clone. Hi. Hmm. Uh, and probably there's some truth to that. I there were other reviewers who said it was style over substance, so maybe not okay. as clunky vis- visually as this person thought it was. And um, like, is there is there a popcorny nature to this film? You know, like a, an action movie kind of vigilante revenge kind of flick. Sure, uh, but there is a space for that, like the John Wicks and yeah. you know some of these other. You know, shoot them up that you mentioned before uh, that seemed to have found a niche critically that this movie just did not find. People just hated it. Uh, huh. So it was odd. I used to, I used to. The first time I saw this, I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. You know, it's just kind of fun, fun action. I, Willem Dafoe Defoe is, is just fantastic. <laughs> uh, yes. you know, there, were, there were some pretty, you know laugh out loud moments and sure. and some pretty good action and uh, you know it was a lot of a lot of interesting gunplay and you know. It's certainly very violent and over the top, and yep. probably lacking in true heart and character development. But it's a popcorn flick. You kind of watch it, and you kind of you don't think too deep about it, and sure. just enjoy it. Uh, so I, I was surprised. I was really surprised. I, I wanted to put this on the list for sure, just because I, I, I would not have guessed twenty eight percent. Yeah, uh, I would not. You have can guessed judge for either. yourself. So if you've never seen, the Boondock Brothers, you can check them out. Uh, they, it is on Amazon Prime. So. One go. of the easier subscriptions. If you have a Prime subscription for deliveries, you get access to the Prime movie. So watch it and let us know what you think.
0: There you go. All right. Number four. Now, my number four has appeared on a list previously. But oh, Brody. it was on the movies that we haven't seen that then I saw. So you seen it now. I've seen it. And I liked it. But the
1: Was it Tokyo cr- Drift? But the critics didn't.
0: That was not on my list. Tokyo no. Drift was not on my list. But The Hobbit Battle of Five Armies was on my list. Because <laughs> I had seen the first two in theaters. And then, and then I think I had a kid show up right around when the third one was coming out. And so it just fell off the radar. But then we 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 read the books with the kid read the the book because hobbit is just one book read the book with the kids and then watched all the all the movies and yes the battle of five armies in the book is really just a couple chapters it's not long and it's quite different (laughs) but this is still a fun movie and it's still in 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 middle earth it's still lord of the rings we still get uh, Bilbo and Gandalf, we st- you know like all this cool stuff. It's still a fun movie. I I don't get it. now the the critic score is the highest on my list at fifty nine percent. So yes, technically Whoa. technically it is still a splat.
1: One more good review and it's, it's yeah off the list.
0: Yeah, I know. So this this one was kind of right in that edge, but. Even, you know, like the Lord of the Rings stuff, I believe, is pretty well-loved. So I was still kind of surprised to see this rated as low as it was. It is a 74 on the audience score. But I think I remember I remember people not liking the Hobbit movies as much the Lord of the Rings. And, you know, whether part of that was, you know, Lord of the Rings was three books that they turned into three movies, and this was one book that they turned into three movies... Um, <laughs> you know, and people were just like, that's that's a lot to, you know, pull out of this one book. But I really enjoyed them all, you know, watching them all. We didn't binge, you know, back to back, but within a pretty close amount of time. And and they were all really enjoyable. So, yeah, there you go. There's, there's my number four. I really enjoyed it.
1: Nice.
0: I like both trilogies. So there you go.
1: Here we go. All right. All right, my number four. You're number four. Oh, Equilibria.
0: man. Didn't I show you this movie?
1: I, I don't remember uh, who initially showed it to me, but uh, it could have been you, Tudong, or it could have just been something I discovered on my own and then showed you, Brode.
0: No, uh, no, I, because I... I like this movie. I went and I, I saw this movie right when he was cast no, no, no. as Batman.
1: Yeah, but i'd already seen it at that point had you of course obviously um so uh anyway <laughs> so equilibrium is a like a real bummer of a movie <laughs> it's, a, it's a real downer uh and there was a time in my life where i thought that's cool man i like i like i like sad movies Give, bring on bring on the dark uh I, I, so it's a little bit lower on my list now than it maybe would have been five okay. years ago or ten years ago. For now, now I like it. my my top one spoiler. They're all comedies. Uh, this one, so this is my uh, like this is the perfect Christian Bale role because he is like this. Just seems like his personality kind of intense, uh, sure, very stoic, little plastic, uh, not a lot of personality. No offense, Christian Bale, but let's be honest. Come on, it's not like he's doing a lot of comedies out there. He's, uh, he's not like Ryan Reynolds.
0: He's going to be in a fourth, uh, Thor 4.
1: Uh, and will he be playing a comedic role or will he be playing a straight man doing like, Hi, I'm Christian Bale and I'm very upset.
0: No, I think he's playing Gore, the, the God Butcher.
1: Yeah. Okay, so intense. All right, so uh, <laughs> I will... I will, uh, I will levy here. And by the way, 40, 41% on Rotten Tomatoes too low that is, 41%. Too low. That is too uh, audience low. score of 81 percent uh it's a, I, I put yeah. this in the. i put this up in the sevens uh personally like a I, but the dumbest view of the future i've seen and reader i survived john travolta and battlefield earth
0: oh that is a harsh come on that is a harsh
1: review right come on that's it's unnecessary battlefield earth. that's unnecessary right? uh Part part of what Rotten Tomatoes has as like I think is, is kind of interesting in a good way and bad way is it has people that have it that these reviews that come out right when the movie comes out. And there's also people who have gone just back retroactively. And and like reviewing St. Emma's Fire, which was made in the eighties in like yeah. two thousand and twenty, obviously it's gonna you're gonna have a very different like view of like sure. the world and things. There's certainly elements of equilibrium that I think were more interesting. Around here, I think The Matrix was great, and then I think it kind of really mainstreamed a lot of like interesting sci fi things and probably got a lot of sci fi movies made that maybe wouldn't have gotten made. But also, everyone just compared everything to The Matrix. It's true. Uh, and it's like, and it was such like a, a huge thing when it came out. I think this movie kind of suffered from that. Uh, it's like comedies in
0: Wayne's event. World from the 90s.
1: Right? Gosh, you know, let it go. <laughs> Wayne's World was great, but Encino Man can also be funny. It doesn't have to be Wayne's World. Matrix was great, uh, no, and
0: Equilibrium they're... was great.
1: Yeah, they get, like, uh, my my worldview is big enough to support. I think this one got this one suffered, Dark City suffered. There's a few uh, good, okay. really good sci-fi's from that era that I, I just don't think got as got as much uh, noticed as they would have otherwise. But mm. you know, this this one is not on any of the mainstreaming services. But if you have a good chance to watch it, or maybe just rent it. I don't people you can still rent movies from like Amazon Prime and things you like can. that. It'd be worth it if you if you're a sci-fi fan.
0: I have this one it, on But it DVD. is a bummer,
1: so just, just be aware. It is, it is a bummer. I enjoyed it. It's a
0: good movie. All righty. Number three. All right, Charlie. We still, yeah, we are not going to have any crossovers.
1: We, we almost did. We almost had three crossovers. Look, Looking, looking at
0: my top three, um,
1: we're not crossing. No over. chance, huh? No, no. Okay.
0: All right. My number three i loved this movie back in the day oh man event horizon this was my this was my go-to date movie you can ask my wife i made her watch it and she hated it (laughs) but this man we got lawrence fishburne we got sam neill we got jason isaacs space they create a black hole and they send the ship through the black hole and it disappears for seven years and then it comes back. Where did it go? Nobody knows. And so they got to send a rescue team to check it out and it's possessed and it's, is it demonic? Did it go to hell? That's what people said. Didn't like actually say that just went to another dimension, but it's, it's kind of scary. It's got some, it's got some jump scares. This is a great movie.
1: This was the equivalent um, of the sock on the door. So like if I, if I came home and I could hear Ben Hurton on, <laughs> I'd I not go to stir Road. <laughs> He's in there with a lady. You know, Give him a little privacy. Now, now, You're the best, bro. This is the most bizarre <laughs> date movie.
0: <laughs> Why was it my go-to date true. movie? Man, I have no idea. I, have no, I just wanted to see if I could scare them away. If they stuck around, then I don't know. I have no
1: idea. I'm dark and complicated and brooding. But also, like it's a scary movie that, you know, there's like some cuddling involved in that sure. like, oh, I'm, I'm so scared. Sure. And then it's like, ooh, yeah, I'm, I'm strong brooding and nothing scares me. You want to watch it again? <laughs> um, yeah, so
0: i um, This one is the lowest critically rated on my list. This one comes in at twenty nine percent. Oh wow! All right, twenty nine percent, but sixty one percent. Are you are
1: you making fun of me for having three underneath that? No, four. I've got four underneath that. Really? Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah,
0: sixty one percent audience. So according to the audience, yeah, this better. is fresh, and they fresh. they're gonna make a. they make Amazon is making a show out of this.
1: This would be a good show. This would be a good show. I tease you about this movie, but I, I would definitely I would watch this as a show.
0: I would watch it as a show too, and I don't like horror. Like if this came out now, there's no way I'm watching this. But when I was like sixteen or so, whenever this came out, I don't know. I was all into it, man. Space. Yeah, infinite space, infinite terror, you know what I'm saying? So there is hey. my number three Vent
1: Horizon. Ooh. Do you see? (laughs) Do you see? Yes, I see. A reference that like five people out there. (laughs) "Ah, I've seen that movie.
0: (laughs) That one's for you, Tudong. I'm sure you've seen it.
1: All right. (laughs) All right. So my number three three. three also takes place in space. What? This is low rated. Spaceballs. Really? So this is. This is my highest-rated low-rated. Okay, and it comes in at a, at a crisp fifty-six percent. Uh, it is an eighty-three percent audience so score. So low, so low. This is like it does, man. So I was surprised that this one, this one was under the threshold, and I think this is this this probably falls victim to what a lot of these movies like. How do you, what? What do you review? People are okay. It's sad seeing once great comic genius in decline, uh, was one of the reviewers talking about this. Look, Young Frankenstein, Blazing Saddles, like whatever, they were great, but they were different. Sure. You know, satirizing different subject materials. Different time. Just different time. And you can love, you can love those and still find room in your heart for space balls, but there was a lot of people who just I don't think liked sci-fi and maybe didn't like Star Wars or maybe just didn't you know well, I, I, I don't know, maybe it was too on the nose, I don't know, but some of the I read some of the reviews and look for a lot of these movies, I could not along, I could nod along with, with some of the, the negative, negative reviews. I'd be like, yeah, okay, true. You know okay, yeah, great. But I still like it. this movie, I, a lot of the reviews just didn't make sense to me. and, and so uh, look this is a, if you like Star Wars, watch Spaceballs. It's great. Yeah. Mel Brooks is hilarious. This is a very funny movie.
0: It is. Uh, I think
1: I think it holds up just about as well as the, the original Star Wars. So sure. If you're still a fan of the original Star Wars, then you can be a fan of the parody of the original Star Wars. Some great great moments. Some great quotable lines. Just, you know, just from from Rick, Rick Moranis especially. Sure. I think it's just a, he's a national treasure, and and we all love. Like, we don't agree on much as a society, but we can agree on Rick Moranis.
0: Absolutely. I'm. It, it makes me genuinely a little bit sad that it is that low. I'm.
1: Yeah. Are you going to show I'm your sure. kids Spaceballs at some? point? Oh, I have
0: shown them already. Yep. Mm. Yeah, they've they've seen it. So there was All we right. What's we, your number we two? watched it and there was a bit more uh, cussing than I think I remembered. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> and we had to skip the the alien parody uh, at at the end because they just weren't what? ready for that. Well, I, uh, oh, at oh, least the so the chest bursting scene. I think I I think I. St- I think I let them see it dancing, and I think they, they laughed at that.
1: Dancing's but, the best part. <coughs> Hello, my baby. But Hello, my honey. But for the
0: actual, like, chest-bursting scene, I think I might have skipped that. But, but yeah, they enjoyed it.
1: I'm All my right. own best friend. Perfect, perfect John Candy impression.
0: <laughs> I'm a mog. Half, half man, human, half, half dog. Dog. <laughs> I'm my own best I'm friend. I'm my own
1: best friend. Oh, <laughs> so good. I
0: miss John Candy. All yeah. right. Number two. You're gonna be mad at me, Charlie. Oh, you're gonna uh,
1: be mad at me. You're gonna be mad what at me. What did you do? Oh, get this uh, out of here. This, this is. Whenever this is rated, it's too high.
0: I like Man of Steel. Oh. I do. I like Man of Steel. I saw it in theaters and I liked it. I have shown my kids. And I liked it. I enjoyed it. Is it a perfect uh, movie? Sure you,
1: showed, you showed your
0: Is it a perfect movie? Didn't no. Like it, no, it's not a perfect movie. Is there stuff that doesn't make sense? No. Did he have to let his dad die? No. Okay. But it's a fun Superman flick. And I really like Henry Cavill is as it Superman. Fun? Is,
1: is fun is fun really the word you would choose to use yes. to describe this?
0: Yes. We we get we get cool shots of Krypton, like we've never seen before. Okay, because old, old school Something can be
1: cool without old, being fun.
0: Old school Krypton from the original movies was really kind of like a glass planet, right? It, it, we didn't get to see a whole lot of it. They, they you know, we got um, cool Russell Crowe flying around on on crazy looking animals. Okay, we got really cool Michael Shannon being a really neat villain. I liked Michael Shannon's Zod. Okay. I like Henry Cavill's Superman. I like Henry Cavill overall. but I, And I like him as Superman. I enjoyed this movie. It's a 56% critical. But a 75% audience. I'm not alone, Charlie. I'm not alone. People enjoy this movie. Yes, the rest of the DCU is not good. But I liked this one.
1: No, can I read you a couple of just little critic reviews here? Just sure. Just little, little blurbies.
0: Sure. Are they positive it's or negative? It's curious
1: how the... No, they're, they're all positive. These are the nicest ones I could find. Oh. It's curious how the abstraction of CGI carnage and the abstraction of plot verbiage seem to go hand in hand. But one thing missing from this resolutely earnest film is humor, which is odd when you consider it's based on a comic book. Uh, Snyder needs to learn the art of subtlety. <laughs> Man, Man of Steel... Because it forgets its origins, it's a film full of angst and devoid of humor. But we're... Shannon is no great shake as the shouty villain, and Adams does uh, little with the thankless role. As for Cavalli, certainly looks the part, but lacks crucial charm and charisma. Oh, to baloney! Qualities of any man of steel,
0: baloney.
1: All right. Anyway, okay. I could go on, but I'll.
0: So, okay. So, so I saw superman returns in theaters and what did everybody not like about that movie there's not enough action right he's just kind of a mopey superman he doesn't do anything superman returns with brandon ralph and people complained about it because because there was there was no action Right? Like the biggest action was was the. Nobody
1: likes Downer Superman. Was the
0: the airplane scene. And so then they come out with this one that has a lot of action, and people are like, it's got too much action. He flies around and and hits Zod too many times, you know, in in Metropolis. Yes, Metropolis got destroyed. Yes, millions of people died. I get that. Okay. But I still enjoyed this movie. I thought it was good. And I'll still watch it. I'll watch this one again. I enjoyed it
1: you know we 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 should have a like a movie court episode where we get to like plead our cases and have a have a, an, an an unbiased neutral party uh, <laughs> deliver a verdict uh, cuz i i just I just disagree with everything you're saying but it's it's okay i still love you and and that's all right that's all that matters you don't have to agree you don't have to agree with all of our opinions about it's movies true we can still respect each other at the end of the day. It's true. Uh, Brody likes a brooding, dark super Superman who flies around and, and is mopey and is sad all the time. He wasn't sad all to the, the time. Like, the Cure and now he wasn't listening to and the Just cure. cries himself to sleep. That's and, not true. You know, that's not true. It's on Tori Amos. And anyway, uh, my number two is the much light light-heart, more light hearted film, uh, <laughs> and it's available on Hulu. <laughs> Is it really? We can do birdies. Oh yeah, you can watch this on Hulu. Now, Brody can't because uh, he is not a subscriber to our sponsor, Hulu, which is a fantastic service and I recommend it. Uh, <laughs> There's too many. And thank, thank, them, uh, thank you for sponsoring us. It is one of the cheaper subscriptions and it is one of the more jam-packed subscriptions. I prepaid so.
0: for three years of Disney Plus. I can't, if I change my subscription, I lose that deal,
1: Charlie. I'm not I'm not asking you to change your subscription. I'm asking you to to subscribe to Hulu for like 9 bucks a month. We have an upcoming episode where we're going to we're going to go through the, the subscription services. We're going to convince Brody to get Hulu. Anyway, this is a 54% on Rotten Tomatoes from the critics. And it is a 57% audience score It is the <laughs> closest uh, matching there. And they're all wrong. This is uh the uh, <laughs> the critic i will highlight here says a silly uninspired juvenile one joke film and yeah the joke is the guy's dead yes it's hilarious Uh, everybody loves me look at it also super creepy
0: also super creepy when you think about
1: it (laughs) uh like andrew mccarthy and jonathan silverman have amazing chemistry in this they're very funny uh it it's been it's been a few years since i've seen it so i'm not sure uh exactly you know but now now i'm gonna go i'm gonna watch it on hulu this week uh so i I didn't realize it was on hulu until i was doing this list so i'm gonna go check this out again and just enjoy it because i i want to see i want to see how soon i can show my kids this movie because it's it is i know that there's a little bit of necrophilia in it but it happens off screen that's okay (laughs) that's okay uh the kids gotta learn at some point bro they need to learn
0: I You know, uh, yeah. I loved this movie when I was a kid. And I thought this was so funny when I was a kid. You know, when I was like... I, when did this come out? Like, 92 or something like that? 91,
1: uh, maybe? I will tell you exactly here in one second, but uh, keep talking.
0: And so I, I watched it, and maybe I watched 89, it... 89,
1: 89. Oh, okay.
0: So maybe I was watching it on, like, the syndication TBS Sunday movie special or something like that. You know, but... But I thought this movie was hilarious when I was a kid. I haven't seen it in over two decades, but...
1: <laughs> Does it hold up? It doesn't matter. It's a cultural phenomenon, all right? You know, you're out with your buddies and one of them is maybe a little, maybe a little tipsy or maybe a little tired and you're propping them up and you make a, hey, it's like a weekend of Bernie's over here with this guy, huh? and everyone's like, oh, yeah, forget about it. We're all in New York for some reason. Um, that's a, that's a spot on New York accent you're welcome Good <laughs> about it over here, we, we, we got Bernie over here He can't walk on his own No, everybody thinks he's alive uh, it's 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 a it like it's an incul, it's an important cultural touchstone sure to understand what this movie is and you should definitely watch it It's on Hulu check it out and just and thank me later it is a, it, it is the very definition of a movie in the 50 percentile
0: do you think they could remake this movie?
1: No, I don't. <laughs> would I watch a TV? Would I watch a TV series where they kept the gag going for like oh, three gosh. or four seasons? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know, a couple episodes before he dies, and then like you just stretch it out, and it's been like three years, and, and he's just rotting, and they're still just dragging his corpse around. Oh god! I mean, come on, yeah, I'd watch that. I'd watch at, the, at some
0: I'd, point, I'd watch rigor mortis it. does set in.
1: I mean, it's... You yeah, know. that makes him easier to carry around. It's great. He's just stiff. It's great. <laughs> oh, hey, there was man. a sequel. This movie was so popular. It, they came out with a, a sequel. sequel. They did come out with a sequel. And the, se- the sequel's real bad. <laughs> but <laughs> but that, that only serves to prop up how great the first one was oh, so man. i mean could, could it be, could it be made today i don't know we could remake this sure uh, I, I i would watch it and andrew mccarthy could play could play the dead guy i, oh, I, there you go. I, I had a thing for andrew mccarthy back in the day he's good he's good Piece. you did you did
0: all right the number ones
1: charlie ours will not be the same don't be mad at me charlie Oh, God, what did you do? Did you put Batman versus Superman? No. I'm going I'm to walk out. All right. Okay.
0: I put The Rise of Skywalker <laughs> because I enjoyed this movie. Yes. i ready for that. Yeah. I, I realized that there were problems with the sequel trilogy. I realized that... Um, not everybody enjoyed it they didn't seem like they really had a plan as they as they put this together um yes the movies feel a bit disjointed but but you know what like i really enjoyed this this was a really fun star wars movie and fun in a different way than man of steel was because this one was like had a lot of action and had lightsaber battles and had some romance that I liked, and maybe not everybody else did, but I liked the romance. It had some twists and some turns and some returns and lots of spaceships and lots of stuff, Charlie. There was so much stuff going on in this movie, and I liked it all. So, yeah, it was... uh, This one has... This one has a 51% critic score but an 86% audience score. Good. Now, as I was looking this up, Charlie, you are not a fan of The Last Jedi.
1: No, no, that is a... But... That is a a fair statement.
0: Do you know what The Last Jedi has? It's very strange. Uh, I
1: would guess it... I would guess it has a, a, maybe like a reverse, like maybe a 70 critic score and then maybe like a 60 It has or something like that. The
0: audience score of The Last Jedi is 42%, and the critic score is oh,
1: 90%. Oh, God.
0: 90%. No. Crazy, right? Now, I mean, I... I I still enjoyed Last Jedi. I'm not talking about Last Jedi, but I still enjoyed it. But this one had a 51%. I thought this was way better than a 51%. I could still turn this movie on any time and watch it and have a blast. So it's, you know, I agree way more with the uh, audience score being at 86% than the critics' score on this one. I thought 51% is way too low. Like... If you want to put like Phantom Menace or something like that that low, then sure. Those are, the those, yeah. those are not great. But this one is so much better than something like Phantom Menace. And I... Yeah. You know, I don't know if critics were going in expecting... like Or what they were expecting. Were they expecting more of... But, but critics also loved Last Jedi. And so... Were they going in looking for Last Jedi? Were they going in looking for more like Empire? Like, I, I, don't really, I don't really get it, but I thought 51 was way too low for this. I really enjoyed this. I enjoyed the heck out of this. I'll watch it anytime and I'll have fun, doggone it. So there you go. Star Wars, Episode 9 The Rise of Skywalker is my number one movie that I enjoy that the critics. Don't. Because they're wrong. Those critics are wrong.
1: All right. All right. Now, are you ready for my number one? What is your number one? Do
0: you think I could guess it?
1: I don't. I don't. I think I could give you enough clues that maybe you could get there someday. But straight up guess. No chance. I can't even think of one.
0: All right. You're number one. I'll just go to it. Oh, this is low rated. So
1: I married an ex-murder. So this has a fifty-one percent critic score. The same as my number one audience. Yeah, it's what a shame. What a shame. The the critic I will highlight here says comedian Mike Myers is best handled in uh, handled in incredibly small doses. (laughs) Which uh, this obviously predates. uh, This is ninety-three. So Wayne's World was ninety-two. Okay. Then we get So I Married an Axe Murder. So maybe there was a little bit of Mike Myers fatigue sure. setting in with some people. And this was, and then all of a sudden Austin Powers came and Mike Myers was a thing for... He had a nice little run of of movies. He did. If you don't like Mike Myers, if you don't like Wayne's World and maybe you, yeah, don't like Austin Powers, maybe this isn't the comedy for you. But I think this is better than all of the Austin Powers, or at least in a different way. I think this is a better, more like mainstream accessible film very quotable sure uh, a lot of memorable moments uh very laugh out loud funny um and and the featuring the late great charles groden in a small role he is uh you know always always fantastic really nice cast uh i it's unfortunately not on any streaming services really Uh, it uh, yeah it's it's uh it's very funny if you get a chance to watch it very funny watch it I think it's a really funny comedy, and I don't think you, I don't think you have to particularly love Mike Myers to to enjoy it, but it would help. So, yeah, this is my number one. I I saw this in the theaters on a date in high school at Uni Theaters in uh, oh uh, uh, by over by UCI. Yeah, uh, it was worth the extra distance to drive to that particular theater because it wasn't playing in a lot of theaters in my area. Huh and it was uh, it was. I just laughed the whole time and loved the soundtrack by the way uh, The Laws cover of um, There She Goes I still teach that in Guitar Lessons I think that's a really nice cover of that song um, and it's, a, it's a good uh, good little soundtrack nice little movie check it out
0: I'm surprised that My this, is, this that, that was that low that's
1: yeah
0: I think back fondly to this movie and I feel like in, gen- in general it's a good movie most people talk about it in a positive light. So I'm I'm surprised that As critics that critics didn't like it. Also
1: critics are dumb.
0: I like that it was available on video cassette, laserdisc, and eight millimeter. Heck yeah! I didn't even realize that you could get movies on eight millimeter in ninety-three. I mean Laserdisc I wasn't did, really but... much of a thing in ninety-three
1: wild so i saw i saw this movie with trisha kidder uh who was mean not <laughs> funny and later i later i found out that her dad was my uh he was my eye doctor okay uh we didn't we didn't we didn't date for very long it was not serious at all uh, i was way too young to even be dating and it was just uh but and at one point i'm, I'm in an eye exam in my in my, my like 16 or something i'm getting my eyes jacked and he's like I think briefly you have dated my daughter. <laughs> <And> again, <laughs> wow. Like, oh, no, please, please don't, please don't laser my eyes, sir. <laughs> I was not. I, it was not a meaningful enough relationship oh, for you to do anything man. to my to my vision. Uh, oh, that's <laughs> but funny. it was. It was like the most awkward eye point. I believe I recognize your name. <laughs> now, by the way, a spot on impression. Perfect. Really? I believe you dated my daughter. Everyone, everyone who had his, uh, him as an eye doctor right now is going. Yeah, that's him. There you go. That's the guy.
0: There you go. Well, there you go, Charlie. Good list. Good list. Uh, my thing. I go there. Do I go there? Could go there.
1: Where are you going? <laughs> you gotta send me that picture.
0: All right. Well, there is our list.
1: Dark times, man. Dark times.
0: If you're watching, what do you think? What do you think of our lists? Charlie, I I know that there's some that you disagree with on my list that you don't like.
1: Only only one. Only one. Only the Superman. Just one? Everything else. I I didn't. The only movies that that I didn't see on your list, I think, were. I have not seen The Hobbit one, so I, I can't comment on that. And I've never seen the Teenage Ninja Turtles animated. Oh, before. you should but show the you should
0: show else. the kids the Ninja Turtle one. I don't know if it's streaming. No, why not? I I don't
1: know. If it's streaming somewhere, maybe I will. Maybe one day.
0: It's a good. My kids really
1: like it. I have it on Blu-ray. Okay. Uh, All right, B. Well, can we uh, can we can ask just, just a quick a quick little roundabout here? Sure. Uh, I did look at some just. Guilty pleasure lists, okay, uh, and people people are putting like Ghostbusters and things like that on their on their guilty pleasure list. Stop with the nonsense. You cannot try to sound smart with a guilty pleasure list. Don't put great films on your guilty pleasure list. Put movies like My Boyfriend's Back. Yeah, uh, that is the kind of movie that needs your attention. Look at it. Hey, I'm a zombie <laughs> high school kid over here. Come on, <laughs> give me some love.
0: Although he yeah. looks like he's thirty, there's no way he's in high school. <laughs>
1: I mean, <laughs> well, Brody. I mean, he did die and come back to life. It takes a toll. Uh, I mean, uh, get mad.
0: He looks like he's our get age now. I mean,
1: <laughs> hey, hey, that was uh, you know, like, did you see if Beverly Hills two and zero? Oh? I mean, they were like forty when they made that show. I mean, come on, that's true. We're high schoolers. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, if you're interested at all in seeing more quality content like this. Make sure to check out some other videos of ours below me. Or perhaps you'd like to hit that like and subscribe button over by Barodo over there underneath his beard. Click the like and subscribe and you also can grow a beard as magnificent as his. Until next Wednesday, we will see you then. Bye.
0: <laughs>